0: Hello and welcome to the Decrypting Crypto Podcast. It's September 21st, 2023, and this is Off-Chain, your weekly recap of the biggest stories in the crypto space. I'm Matthew Housebarby, and as always, I'm here with Austin Knight. How's uh, How's everything going, Austin?
1: Things are going well, Matt. Uh, interesting week. We've got some, some cool stuff to talk about. Uh, surprise, related to exchanges.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and... You know, we there's there's this guy. I'm not sure if you've you've heard of him. Uh, he's he goes by an acronym, and he's about to go on a somewhat significant trial pretty soon. Um, yes, we're going to have to talk about SBF, but this is a bit of a fun one. Um, I got to be honest. I, I, I I'm I'm enjoying this story that we're going to dig into. It's. I'll tell
1: you what, Matt. I've got another acronym for you. Cz. Oh, yeah?
0: How about that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a correlation uh, here between these acronym-wielding individuals and maybe controversy, drama. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we've got a few things to dig into. We've obviously got the SBF case that is uh, no doubt going to be plastered on everyone's TVs over the coming weeks. Uh, And, uh, of course... There's going to be like a million spin spin-off series and Michael Lewis is launching his book before the trial even finishes on October 3rd as he followed SBF very fortuitously around the world uh, over the past, what was it, two years, something like that. So mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting. So we'll see how it goes. But let's jump straight into our first story of the day. We warned you that we were gonna be talking a little bit about SBF, but don't worry. It's a little bit more about SBF's parents this time. And you may or may not be aware of Joseph Bankman and Barbara Freed, the parents of Sam Bankman fried They are pretty influential figures in the US political space. And there's been some pretty interesting, let's say, revelations that have came out from the FTX bankruptcy hearings, in particular, to just a whole host of, uh, I guess, benefits and payments that they have allegedly taken directly from FTX. And The Verge published a, a really great kind of deep dive that just highlighted some of the the best of the best that, that they took out. And It's interesting. In some of these, I wasn't super surprised. In others, I mean, it's just completely blatant, and I am actually very surprised that many of these things uh, happened or or were put in place, in particular because of the high-profile nature of of SBF's parents. So let's 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 take it from the top. So first off, they were they were taking or at least attempting to take. One million dollar plus salaries from FTX. What what they were doing to earn this, Austin? I I truly have no idea. But that in itself is kind of strange. But then when you some of the email records that are released um, are just just gold. So there was an email that was released in the bankruptcy hearing from uh, Joseph Bankman, and this was an email that was sent to an internal member of the FTX team, I am guessing from the payroll or a kind of finance team from just what was being discussed. And Bankman sends this email and, and a part of it, it says, I'm no longer getting paid by Stanford cause I'm on leave. So you should have me on salary starting December one, right? It, it seems pretty direct, <laughs> but I'm guessing something had been uh, discussed. Um, And in a bunch of other follow-up emails, he then complained that he was, quote, supposed to be getting $1 million per year starting in December. So that would be a little bit more than the $80,000 a month gross that he was getting. Um, He then followed up emailing Sam, CCing his mother into the email thread, which is my favorite bit. (laughs) And he just says, be- uh, this, is, this is all because he was getting a two- own, only a measly 200K salary for seemingly doing nothing instead of this 1 million salary. He says, gee, Sam, I don't know what to say here. This is the first I've heard of the 200K a year salary, exclamation mark. Putting Barbara on this. <laughs> That's the greatest moment. It's like, right, I'm bringing your mother into this conversation, Sam, and we're going <laughs> to... Sort this out. You are not behaving very well. I want my million dollars and not my measly pennies on the 200K that I'm getting. It's just <laughs> unbelievable. And there's a whole a whole lot of expense reports. So, uh, Bangman was clearly treated... This is less surprising to me. He got like, quote... $1200 per night hotels for himself and plane tickets uh, to and tickets to the the Formula One Grand Prix in France which he called in an email a free trip to France um, for a student at Stanford Law School who then later became outside counsel to FTX this one is like one where I think it sounds like bad. Um, on, on paper, but I think when you realize, you know, FTX were one of the biggest sponsors in F one. In Formula
1: One, yeah. And, I assume that this know, is talking about Monaco and not like France, but I'll let that slide. Um, it,
0: exactly. You know, we're operating on countries, they're not principalities. Uh, <laughs> well, you know. <laughs>
1: I don't want to get into some type of political war here. Yeah.
0: Bankman, Bankman does not observe principalities, clearly. Uh, he's a French maximalist and he will have none of this Monaco nonsense. Um, that was a quote from a follow up email. Uh, no, I'm only joking. Uh, but he, um, yeah, so I think, you know, they'll obviously have a ton of tickets. It wouldn't be unusual in fairness especially in the peak of the bull market, that they would give out a bunch of these tickets. Then getting comped hotels, well, yeah. I mean, if he is getting a salary, he's technically an employee and would be eligible for expensed kind of hotel rooms, 1,200 bucks a night, not exactly your standard uh, hotel room, but in the world of crypto peak bull market, it let's just say it doesn't surprise me in the slightest, to, to, to be completely honest. Um, now what does surprise me, what absolutely surprises me, and I think of everything, this is the piece that I am kind of shocked that this happened just because surely Bankman and, uh, Barbara Fried, they must have been thinking, this is a bit risky and this might not look good if this gets out. Well, the bankruptcy docs show that SBS parents received... First of all, $10 million in just funds originating from Alameda Limited, which is of course the uh, now disgraced trading firm um, that operated um, as part of FTX, or well, wasn't supposed to operate as part of FTX, but you know the story. As well as a $16.4 million property in the Bahamas paid for with funds ultimately provided by FTX Trading. This is crazy to me. Like, I, I, I'm not sure how... Surely they would have to explain that at some point. Even if this was kind of legit, it, it's, it's a weird one for me, for this to be coming through FTX. And then Bankman then later emailed um, Ryan Salam uh, saying, we're hoping you can all come to celebrate the house you helped us buy slash move into. It's just like, there's there's no... There's no hiding any of this. This is just like, yeah, this is great. great, And as a nice little sweetener for the house, they also got, and I quote, this is from the bankruptcy hearing, at least eight vases, five rugs, and one of which was a Persian hand-knotted rug costing more than (laughs) $2,500. Is is that not enough, Austin? Don't worry. Don't worry about it. They got a measly $90,000 just for a a few expenses, including cleaning and landscaping. That's just, 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 you know, $90,000 for, for that. Um, what do you think of that? That, that's the one that gets me actually the, like they would just have this property paid through the company. And it's like, how, how, how is that being accounted for?
1: Yeah. I mean, this is, this is blatant. It's hard to explain a lot of this. And I think that's, you know, why they're having such a hard time. And as we've Found previously, you know, there was no real accounting department at FTX. Uh, there wasn't very much of a compliance uh, organization, so it doesn't totally uh, surprise me because I think that you know we we knew that things like this would be going on, and we also found out you know over the the weeks and months after FTX collapsed that there wasn't really much of an effort to obscure or hide it. Uh, So if it's egregious and it's not being obscured, this is the type of stuff that that you're going to be faced with. But I mean, wow, to actually see it, you know, in writing about these, you know, $10 million in funds, $16.5 million in property, uh, Persian rugs for (laughs) $2,500. Persian rugs. I, I do want to uh, correct myself here. So there actually was a French Grand Prix in 2022 and uh, believe uh, it or not, the, the first French Grand Prix was in 1906. It just, it disappeared for decades at a time. So I, and it's not happening in 2023. So I completely forgot about it, but our F1 I think fans, they actually did go our to big a big cohort
0: GP. of F1 fans are going to be furious with you <laughs> on, on yeah. this Austin. You've, you've really, you've really stepped in one there. Uh, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, so this isn't where this stops, by the way. So Bankman also managed to funnel $5.5 million worth of donations to Stanford University that I quote, did not benefit the FDX group and instead amounted to naked self-dealing by Bankman, who sought to curry favor with and enrich his employer at the FDX group's expense. It now apparently seems, which uh, you brought to my attention earlier, Austin, is that they are deciding to give this money back, which is kind of hilarious. Um, <laughs>
1: I mean, then, it took them long
0: enough. <laughs> yeah, they were like, "Oh, this, this. Are they going to find out? Oh, someone's published it." We adamantly, uh, d- definitely did not want this money. We're going to give it back. We were always planning to. Don't worry, everybody. Um, yeah, what <laughs> a what a good group Stanford are. Eh? Matt, um, yeah, doesn't, as-
1: doesn't Stanford have like? 37 or 38 billion dollars in its endowment like literally like almost 40 billion dollars in the bank i think and they're like man that five and a half million dollars from ftx i really want to hang on to that <laughs>
0: have you have you seen the yield on treasury bills right now austin you know <laughs> this, this this could be thrown straight into the treasury and uh you know they get got that juicy what five and a half percent yield uh they, that's that's what it's there for uh well barbara um, SBF's mother also, I quote knowingly aided and abetted Bankman, Freed's Singh's and potentially other FTX insiders breaches of fiduciary duties in connection with these offences including Singh's $1 million contribution to MTG uh, which mm. is Mind the Gap, which is the political group that uh, Barbara Freed owns, in April 2021 originating from you guessed it, Alameda so you know, I don't think any of this comes as a surprise. What I would say here is, Austin, that I think for both of our parents, they need some expectation setting around gifts oh my that we're gosh, going to man. be getting them. Uh, I think SBF has beaten us to the birthday gift um, <laughs> kind of uh, the competition. I would say, uh, so I that's unfortunate already... for our parents.
1: I'm, I'm already purchasing F1 tickets to Monaco for next year, Matt. I'm I'm upping my game.
0: <laughs> wow, was that? Just another slight on the French Grand Prix. You, 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 just, you, just, you know what? I'm just doubling down on this. I'm not. I'm not even bothering with buying tickets to the french grand prix that piece of shit grand prix that i just think <laughs> shouldn't exist i am a monaco maximalist and that's where i'm going well that's good austin because i was going to buy that 55 million dollar yacht and i can sell that right into monaco me you doquan and uh maybe we can get some of the old fdx group uh, back and we can have a, a real party it'll be great we'll get joseph thanks uh, yes. and he can bring persian rugs
1: Oh, man. Put that rug right there on the back of that boat. And hey, if the trend continues, maybe CZ can join us over there.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes. Well, on the beautiful note of CZ, why don't we jump into the next story of the day?
1: Binance US has been answering questions about some mysterious money movements as part of its SEC lawsuit. So you may recall back in June, the SEC hit Binance US with a sizable lawsuit. Uh, Remember, Binance and Binance US are legally two separate entities. You have the international Binance. That's the huge exchange, the, the, the largest exchange in the world. And then Binance US is its sort of Uh, U.S.-based arm uh, that is structured differently so that they can do business in the U.S. Well, the SEC is going after Binance U.S. They hit them with that lawsuit in June. And some court documents were unsealed recently that showed that the Binance U.S. legal team was filing responses to questions about some odd financial maneuvers. And this includes loans to Binance from CZ. In fact, in one instance, CZ who is the, the the famous CEO of Binance, uh, but actually wasn't the CEO of Binance US at the time, um, mm. made a $250 million loan to BAM management. And then $183 million was transferred from BAM trading to Paxos, which is the issuer of Binance USD. So BAM trading and management, they operate Binance US. That's why that matters that CZ is yep. making a $250 million loan to them. And then Paxos, that's a fintech company that partnered with Binance in 2019 to launch BUSD or Binance USD, which is their stable coin. And, and it was the 28th biggest digital asset by market cap. Um, yeah. you're told I think they, they
0: were the guys, I think Paxos are also the ones that, um, paypal work with actually yeah on uh P-Y-S-D. p-y-u-s-d yes, yeah yes. which
1: uh, i don't know if you saw a map but it turns out adoption on that has has been low amidst the whole slump in the the you know the market uh, which includes mm. stable coins uh their yeah th- their numbers were not looking good but uh it is coming out on venmo so it
0: <laughs> I, I did see that actually that it yeah. was coming out on venmo which i thought was kind of interesting
1: yeah, definitely making it more accessible. But anyway, yeah, so Paxos has moved on from BUSD to PYUSD, um, but they they that's because they stopped minting BUSD in February after the SEC hit them with a Wells notice. So I think they kind mm-hmm. of saw the writing on the wall here. Nevertheless, I mean, this is kind of odd, right? Uh, a, yeah. a loan coming from an individual CZ to BAM, the, the, the company that's managing and operating Binance US, and then uh, $183 million being transferred by them to Paxos, the the company that is behind the BUSD stablecoin. That's just a, a lot of odd money funneling. So the Binance US legal team replied to this and they claimed that BAM management issued a $250 million convertible note to CZ in December. And then CZ, quote, funded the purchase of this note with BUSD $183 $183 million of which was sent to Paxos, which was the issuer of BUSD, to convert the BUSD into USD. And then they added, quote, these funds were then transferred to BAM trading in January of 2023. Um, that doesn't really make me feel any better, but I, I guess that that's their explanation for it.
0: Yeah, I saw the SEC kind of talking around like the fact that it's just becoming incredibly difficult to verify whether binance had uh, and and busd were fully collateralized at, at mm-hmm. all times and i think that's kind of where this is this is all stemming from and we're kind of just getting fragments of this of course like everyone's seen by now the the mass exodus of all the executives in the binance us kind of team i actually saw that They hired a former SEC enforcement official into their legal team um, Mm. a couple of months ago now as well for the for Binance US Um, and they're kind of they're pulling out of 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 most markets Binance US that is so yeah it's uh, it's it's a strange time Um, it's hard to really get underneath it as well
1: yeah and I think that one of the more notable parts of this whole thing and something that has definitely been in the news cycle. Lately is the SEC's interest in Kefu? Sefu? Safu? Sefu? <laughs> yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's C E F F U, which is the institutional crypto custodian and partner of Binance. Uh, yeah, the they're like
0: an institutional custody service, right? Like they they, they ultimately are a, a a um a company that is focused all on managing. And custodianing cryptocurrency for large institutions.
1: Yes, exactly. And the reason that the SEC is interested in Kefu is that they have been, the SEC believes that they have been acting as a conduit between Binance US and Binance Holdings, which is the the sort of main Binance International Exchange, and that they have been used to shift US customer funds out of the US. So that would be Mm. a huge deal. Um, yeah. CZ, unsurprisingly, has had some strong things to say about this on X. Uh, you yeah. may have caught one tweet from him recently where he said, "Quote for the record, Binance US does not use and have never used Kefu or Binance custody. You can't just make this stuff up."
0: Hmm. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's kind of weird this. when. Yeah, they, he's he's done in fairness that is. Typical of CZ, which is hard to get a read on things, the, the de facto mm-hmm. is to deny, right? Yes. I, I was kind of looking into this because I was looking at uh, Kefu, Sefu. I, I actually am I'm not super familiar with them, but I saw there was like a, a blog post that had an announcement where it was like, Binance Custody is now uh, Kefu. And I I went to click into it and it was like, it was now deleted, and then I went into like Wayback Machine and it was there. And I was like, what this is kind of weird. Uh I mean it doesn't really tell me anything else here, but I wonder in if there's a bit of like distancing happening. But I'm I'm just mm-hmm. it's it's unsure. But clearly the the key piece in all of this is around like, you know, was there commingling of funds in the sense of these ring-fenced custody between Binance and Binance U.S., two very different entities in the way that both are regulated and the way that they are required to operate.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's I, I think that is an interesting tell that you're onto there, Matt. And actually, some other SEC documents were unsealed yesterday that showed that Binance U.S., quote, licensed custody software and support services from Kefu. So that yeah. seems to pretty directly contradict SEC or uh, CZ's denial of the SEC's claims here. Um, so I mean, you're right. This is definitely the playbook for CZ. I, I think that you know, if you're you're following his Twitter feed, um, there's a, a, you know, you're basically getting like. <laughs> Binance propaganda from the top, if you will. Um, And part of the playbook is any time that an accusation is made to sort of like scream into the abyss, denying it uh, wholeheartedly. Um, And, and, you know, a lot of the time it turns out that actually it was true. And this is looking like it could potentially be another one of those cases. I don't know. We'll have to see as the SEC continues to push on this, what comes out of it. But you will recall back in February... Reuters broke a story that Binance Binance US had moved $400 million to Merit Peak Limited, which was a trading firm that was managed by CZ. And the way that Reuters figured this out is that they looked at bank records. And internal company messages. And I recall CZ pushing back really hard on this and denying it at the time. But, um, you know, this is the the point here is this is not exactly like unprecedented behavior, this sort of odd movement of funds from, uh, you know, entities within Binance and Binance U.S
0: and i think that's kind of the whole thing where right? it's like we we really won't know and we may never know like what's happened behind the scenes i think the thing that just gets everyone a bit worried and clearly gets the sec very interested is just this web of entities that are transferring large sums of, of funds between one another um, overseas in many situations, all being owned by CZ or, or Binance or a subsidiary of. So it's, it's just very confusing. I think that's what makes everyone very, very nervous ourselves included, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot that's going to come out. Obviously the ongoing investigations with the SEC and likely more regulatory bodies um, as well. And, I'm sure we're gonna have some inside information coming out. Can you trust it? Can you not trust it we will we will soon see um but I'm sure we'll find out pretty soon so with that, we'll wrap things up. We're keeping a relatively short message um episode this week and austin i'm I'm just gonna go call my guy who's gonna look for some uh Bankruptcy sales for Persian rugs. <laughs> I got a, I got a huge, gaping hole in this living room that needs to be filled. So I'll, uh, I'll hook you up. I hear they've got some nice uh, vases as well. If you're in the market for them.
1: Ah uh, yes, exactly what I need in my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, man. I'll see you next week. Talk to you then.